Hi, this is Haley Chura. You usually hear me every Thursday co-hosting the Iron Woman podcast with Alyssa Gadeski. Current times are anything but usual, and I have a lot of questions. So I created Iron Women podcast mini episodes. I ask women who are endurance athletes and experts in their fields to help me and hopefully help you too by answering a few questions in 15 minutes or less. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Haley, and on today's show, I'm talking to Dr. Kristen Keim. Kristen is a clinical psychologist, and she works with athletes of all levels to help them be their best at sport and life. Some of you may be familiar with Dr. Keim since Alyssa and I have talked to her previously on two occasions for full Iron Woman podcast episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, definitely check them out. They were recorded in 2018, but still very much worth a listen. Today, Our conversation is focused on current events as Kristen offers tips on how to maximize our mental health during self-quarantine, suggestions on how to deal with canceled races, and she discusses the positives and negatives of social media right now. As always, thank you to the sponsors of the Iron Woman podcast, Zilio Skincare, Noon Hydration, and Form Swim Goggles, as well as the Live Feisty Patreon community. You can find websites and discount codes in our show notes or at ironwomenpodcast.com. Enjoy my conversation with Dr. Kristen Keim. Hi, Kristen. Welcome back to the Iron Women Podcast. We are very excited to check in with you. Thank you so much. I was really excited to get the invitation and to hopefully be able to give out some insights and some helpful tips to your listeners. Well, as A reminder to some of our listeners who might not know who you are, they should go back and listen to your past episodes if they don't know, but could you give us a little (laughs) brief background of your history in sport Mm -hmm. and your current career? Well, my history in sports is, I guess, more the context of professional road cyclist. And then for the last 11 years, I have been a clinical sports psychology working with mainly I'd say professional Olympic level, but also amateur athletes cycling all types of mountain bike, road, um, cyclocross and Ironman, Olympic level triathlon, and then amateurs, which I love. And I work with people of all levels, abilities from age 16 to in their 60s. So life is a little rough right now for all of us, and most people are staying home or working very stressful, essential jobs. The pools are closed and races are canceled. How important is exercise for mental health right now? You know, that's a that's a really good question. And obviously, we've heard this even maybe if people are just watching the normal news from other psychiatrists or psychologists. And, and for me, it came in stages. And obviously, we're now, you know, week four, I think, for most of us. And depending on the listeners from other countries, they've obviously been impacted at maybe even longer than that. And for that, I think it's comes, it becomes kind of tricky to say exercise because I think a lot of athletes who are listening are probably going to be doing it for training 
right? And so I always kind of forgot. I was like, I don't remember the last time I've actually exercised. Because for me, that's, you know, there's a difference. Right now, yes, exercise is important. Where It's going to be just movement. Even if you're stuck in your apartment and you're in Spain and you can't leave your apartment and you don't have a trainer. That's the kind of thing that I hope I want to touch on right now is movement. And it can be yoga, um, you know, Pilates. It could be like the HIIT classes, you know, the kind of more um, having, you know, weights, gym. If you're stuck kind of in an apartment complex, but you can't go outside, but you're afraid to go outside, walking on top of the complex. You know, I have a, a client I just fell off the phone with where she's been walking on the top of parking lots in the city because she's afraid to go walk outside around other people and stuff. So, you know, I think the first stage was really going to be for everyone to just kind of breathe and like, okay, maybe a week or two of not having a training program right is great. And you just need to figure out what are you going to do for maintaining mental health? That's just going to be movement at whatever that looks like. It could be playing with your niece and nephew because you're visiting and you got stuck in quarantine with them, right? And if you are able because of, you know, your state and your city and doing the, the social distancing and isolation correctly, and I'm a real proponent of that because I am hard against group rides, like, I'll just say it out there. I got a, I got a platform. So I am 100% against the group runs and the group ride. The bigger picture of, again, you're, you got to look at the whole world. And I think that's it. It's like, look at the whole world. And this is something for us to sit and look at mental health and exercise in a way of sometimes it's not going to be about the swims and the runs and the, you know, the bike rides. And sometimes just being able to move your body is important that that's enough. And I think that's the biggest thing is for mental health, you don't need to have to do the Zwift. You don't need to do those things. It would be kind of your intrinsic voice and that kind of internal dialogue saying like I have to do this to have mental health um, and maybe that needs to be looked at a little bit in in situations like this that are out of our control now if you have the ability to ride your bike outside and you feel safe and you and you can run with your you know people that you're quarantined your you know quarantine squad is hashtag that you know some of my pro athletes have done then that's great but then again you know I still recommend solo and being safe again now this is another piece you have to look at is your mental and physical health can't really be looked at too differently because if you're going to put yourself in an environment on a ride or something where you might be at high risk and you might crash because things happen you know so my craziest crashes were like and like a foot away from my driveway right um that left me in the er so again greater humanity so thinking about that, but for mental health and just movement would be my biggest advice is just, and maybe like skateboarding, like what's something, again, set, being safe about it. Um, I, that's one of my high school clients is doing. They're teaching each other um, in, a, in the grass and safe parameters so they don't like, you know, get really significant injuries, but maybe thinking outside the box. Um, I have one uh, professional athlete that is taking some dance classes online because the dance world has blown up with offering all these beautiful dance classes from all these professional ballerinas and dancers that you would never have the opportunity to connect with. So again, try to look at connecting with your body in a different way. 
you work with Olympians who are dealing with the Olympics being postponed a full year. Mm -hmm. But even if someone was training for a local 5K, it can still be a bummer when a race doesn't happen as scheduled. What advice do you have for athletes with race plans that are really up in the air right now? Well, I dealt with a lot of Olympians who had their entire Olympics change. So that's one thing, right? I'd say they're maybe handling it better than the people that had their local 5Ks. I know that might not make sense, but when you're when you're at the top level, there's always a lot of things out of your control. Some races get canceled. You get massive injuries, you know, things like that. So over the years, as you progress, you just build up this resiliency with being able to kind of, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be, you're not going to be bombed out or sad, but they can kind of like hit reset. And then they know like, okay, well, at least I'm going to focus on maybe world champs or in August, right? Those are the, for the grand scales, but for your local races and the smaller amateur races, like, yeah, those may not be for another year. Right. And um, because it would be too hard to put them on within your city and just all the uh, logistics around it. So I would say still have it created for yourself. So if you do have the ability to be on a treadmill or, or to run outside, hopefully to run outside, even if it's just like laps around your neighborhood or your house or whatever. Right. You know, still kind of create these things that you're looking for. So if you have the ability to run or, you know, to have that outlet, then I would say what that date is, maybe change your, your, your outlook on it, but say it's still going to be something that like now your kids are doing with you, that the whole family is going to say, Hey, this is going to be our fun run or something on this date. You know, if you are able to train and you're a professional athlete, I would still recommend with your with your coaches to have the periodization and to do a race simulation if you're able to. And that's what a lot of my pros are doing in a safe way, right? If you're riding and um, just thinking outside the box. So I do recommend, you know, hit it, uh, allowing a little bit of rest and a little bit of just like, it's okay to figure out what's good for your body and what fits within what you can do in your uh, environment if you're trapped in your apartment or if you can't get outside, but still create some type of periodization or mini process goals to an outcome goal, especially since we really do not know right now when things will change. In the past, we've talked about social media and how it can influence our mental health. Do you think social media can play a more positive role in this time of social distancing? Uh, yes and no and in between um yes in the way that I just talked about where now you can take the yoga and the dance and the workout classes from all these masters um that you can you know listen to these artists give free concerts um some of these actors have some really funny podcasts that they just started because actors and actresses and uh the the arts right the people in new york doing the plays like they're they're offering all these free things online and there is a lot of good on the social medias too (laughs) Uh, so i would say try to prioritize the healthy things try to take at least one or two or maybe even a week of a detox from social media. Even if you think you have a healthy relationship with it, I think it's really good just to like 
completely go off and like put it away and just just see how life is. So now's a really good time to work on healthy habits of sleep and napping and eating and figuring out what healthy mental exercise is for yourself without having, you know, social media or the TV on, um, you know, with like the news channels and the uh, briefings that obviously are going to like, rise our cortisol levels up for many of us and some more than others. The way I look at it is think of yourself as like an astronaut out in space and you're looking down at planet earth and it just got bombed with like a big like comet of stress. So even if you think you're handling things well, we all have this inherent stress going on in our body. So we might be a little bit more irritable, touchy, um, depressed, angry, and depression is going to be the number one thing. And if you do have a history of any eating disorders or depression or any of these things, you know, you might be triggered. And sometimes social media is actually one of those things that can trigger and hinder us. And so we just want to make sure that you're checking in with yourself and self-monitoring or making sure that you're reaching out to a friend. I do tell a health already, but now a lot of therapists are having to do that and mandatorily they can now. So there's nothing that your psychologist or your psychiatrist can't do telemedicine with you. You know, and if you are feeling, you know, any of that, please reach out and get uh, uh, some help. But some ways that you can maybe just try to prevent that is just monitoring what kind of things you're allowing in your attention span and honoring with your life. Because like right now we're all looking at life and I hope being a little bit introspective and maybe creating healthier boundaries and habits with social media. You alluded to some of the the tips, the things that we can be doing right now. And I think, like you said, it is very easy to get overwhelmed by the global coronavirus situation, especially for non-essential workers who Mm -hmm. do feel very non-essential these days. Mm -hmm. So can you suggest any daily practices that might help us manage day-to-day stress levels? I love what you said about the free online concerts, because that's something you've said in the past about how music can Mm -hmm. help mental health. And I don't consider myself a very musical person, but... I, I actually like watched Yo-Yo Ma the other day on, on, I was watching TV and I'm like crying because it's so beautiful. So could you add some more tips? Oh God, yes. Well, we'll see, can we have more of that? If we just stream that as like a, like a, like a shot, like a, like a vodka shot after the briefings, we'd all be in a better place. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, and, and laughter and humor. So I've had clients who, their birthdays happen and they feel guilt celebrating their birthday. And I'm like, no, because the that one person on this earth celebrating their five-year-old's birthday with the community driving around with signs gives energy and we're all energy. And I'm not, you know, I am not, a, I'm a science person. You know, hear me out. This is not woo woo. This is also around science. Like energy is energy. And right now we're used to just human connection. And so if you're self-isolated, you don't realize even just the impact of not like you just even go to the grocery store. Like you're used to just chatting with someone in the line or the teller and not feeling any stress. And now, you know, you go to the grocery store and you're feeling like every sniffle, you're just like, you know, want to run out. So, I mean, again, it's, you know, music can be powerful. And um, so a tip for like 
is music and laughter and celebrating things and not being afraid and, and feeling guilt. And also don't compare. You know, if you're home and and you're in a good place and you're able to train and you're able to, you know, have family members, then please, for the whole of humanity, take merit and gratitude and joy in that because that sends out good energy. And I do believe that if we had more like good energy radiating from each of us, that's healing. That's going to like support the nurses and the people out there. And, you know, maybe donating, uh, donate to a charity. But, you know, this is the number one thing. You don't have to do anything else except for one thing. Stay home. Just staying home is enough. That is not just about your city or your town or America. That's like for the whole rest of the world, because we're all in this. You know, none of us are immune because at the end of the day, we're all a human race. And this virus, it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you do have prayer condition, you know, existing conditions or not. People have had horrible complications and have died. And, you know, that's just like the, the piece is heavy. So we have to honor that. But then knowing that to like digest that is okay. But you need to chase it with joy or something positive. And I think having a daily positive kind of meditation or thing that you give yourself, like eating that cupcake, because like, I'm sorry, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't care. I think every one of us could get, could eat a cupcake every day. And that is OK, because <laughs> that's just the thing. No one knew what, how to deal with this and no one was prepared for this. And there's no recipe for this. <laughs> I fully support your uh, eating cupcake eating advice, and I will definitely I can add that to my uh, my uh, when I when there you I, go when I go to the store. <laughs> I um well thank you so much, Doctor Kristen Keim, for coming on this special little mini episode and giving us a few tips in light of our current situation. We really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you again to Doctor Kristen Keim for coming on the show today. As she mentioned during the interview, she has been a longtime practitioner of telemedicine and works with clients of all types spread across the globe. If you want to learn more about her practice, check out KeimPerformanceConsulting.com. That's K-E-I-M PerformanceConsulting.com. And we'll include a link to her website in our show notes as well. This has been Haley Chura with another Iron Woman podcast mini episode. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and comment on iTunes. My favorite podcast hosts are Alyssa Gadeski and Haley Chura. My favorite editor is Aaron Hamilton. The Iron Women podcast is a live-facing media production.